Faith in a Fresh Vibe podcast. My name is Rohadi. Welcome. Coming at you from Treaty 7 lands here in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. This is the second part of an interview that I had with illustrator Riley Rosmo in the first edition from our House Conversation series as part of a summer rhythm with Cypher Church. We discussed the start of his career as an illustrator, as a successful now comic book illustrator. If you're an artist or anyone who's interested in the comic book world, then listen to that part one. In this edition, we have part two where we start to dig deeper into questions and explorations of the Christian faith. So have a listen in. All this through this whole process now, you are committing to the artistic grind. Yeah. Right? But there's still life beyond that. And and I met you probably not quite ten years ago, maybe almost ten years ago. And uh, around that same time, you are starting to interact more with, with asking bigger questions about life and, and faith and spirituality, and, and there starts to be intersections. So we want to have a conversation on faith in a fresh vibe, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, this is a really interesting journey in your life, which started kind of around the same time you, what, worked at the house, the coffee shop, or... What was the catalyst there to some of the early questioning of your faith journey? Can I use that term, faith journey? Uh, I don't, I guess. But but I think, I mean, before then, like, I've always been interested in, like, why people do what they do, what their motivations are, what my motivations are, um, like, what's the, the, who, who I am, who we are, and why we're here. That's just sort of your make up as a person is you want to ask these big why questions yeah yeah i think so like i've been like that as long as you've known me right yeah sure like i don't like dogma i yeah. don't like dogma. no rules it's the the why the why stuff yeah and it's so before that i've the lens i've always needed just like a lens to see there i've been looking for a lens to see the world what's what's a effective lens for any given point in time and not not i'm looking for the i don't know what do you mean by effective lens? What was it the, trying the, to answer? Who I am. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, those like, yeah. big questions. To answer like, that. Why, why we're here. So yeah, where I think that's it... the biggest question on earth. Like I'm interested, like when as a kid I was interested in why animals do what they do, like all the kids stuff, but the other stuff too. Like I like cultural expressions, all kinds of cultural expressions, and I want to know all the answers about that stuff. And like I, I feel like I've always wanted to hear why people do whatever they do whatever their cultural practices are or ideas or philosophies. So where does that journey take you early on in your exploration? Because you would have asked a lot of questions of, of I, I would, I'm certain that journey takes you into all different places, religions, worldviews. Yeah, views. all those things. Yeah. Philosophy, philosophical yeah. worldviews. So views. what were some of the things you were intersecting with? Well, like in college, I started having to read uh, like Plato and um, I really like Plato a lot. I still like Plato a lot. And uh, Marx. And for for a long time, I was like communism. Some sort of, if there was a 
if there is a why and a system the system the system of communism if there's like a kind communist system where there's yeah. no dictators and yeah. like this is this is the important <laughs> that was thing. Your there's jam. no leaders yeah no um just no god no that's that'll work there's some sort of humanist yeah. experiment communist humanist thing that's that's where it's when i started school i was like this is it so in college i was like you, you were part of the communist club were you on <laughs> no, the, was, no <laughs> i just i'm a, interested yeah. in those ideas i'm like exploring yeah. those ideas yeah and i still i think it's that's yeah. interesting so Com- that would communes are interesting to me hmm. but uh in a philosophy class i I went to school with a guy who had experienced, um, he came from a, a war torn country where there was a guerrilla group that was communist. Yeah. And he fought with me and argued with me. Since? Every class we would talk about, he would argue with me. He would just argue with me about it. And he, he was a, uh, he is a Mormon guy. And so he was coming in from this faith position. And I was like, no, this is not good. This, you know, it's what an opiate it? for the masses. Oh, the, religion. Religion, religion like, yeah, now. It's oppressing people. Yeah. I don't totally disagree with that. That's So not he was all saying it, two things, know? though. He was saying uh, no to communism, your worldview at yeah. the time. And he was also saying yes to religion. Yes. And you're saying no to both of those. Yes. Yeah. And so what did that catalyze in you? It just, the dialogue. The dialogue just kept coming. And I, I'm, but I was open to it. I'm like, tell me all the, the different. The nuances in the Mormon faith, and tell me, tell me why I'm yeah. wrong. Tell me yeah. why communism is wrong and why it's not effective. Yeah, there's a there's a journey now from from that, and so you would say that you, and just as your person, you are love to ask these big questions on life, and mm-hmm. also love the conversation and dialogue with people from different worldview. Absolutely. And that has shaped. How does that shape you to wind up where you are today, though? Well, because I'm trying to find a, uh, the why, the answering the why yeah. questions. How questions are, there's more answers, I feel like. So my question to that, though, is how does the Jesus-God part then become a suitable answer to that? Because I'm guessing you're but searching. It's not, it's not so, it's a search. There's a search, yeah. and there's always a search. But Absolutely. I was, people, I kept on intersecting with people of faith and not exclusively Christian and not necessarily Christian, but it just kept coming into my life. And at some point in time, I was like, well, what's, what can I explore here and what's valid? And I'm like, well, Jesus, I'll, I'll look around, I'll look at Jesus, and Jesus as a person, and I'm like, okay, Jesus is okay. I'm the Old Testament God, I don't, I don't know where that goes, but ongoing dialogues around that. And then in my neighborhood, um, like at the house, there was people, the people working there, were actually engaged in their community. They were doing the stuff on, you know, on lots of levels that, that I think that, uh, you know, Christians should practice. Like when you stand outside it, they're not, it wasn't just about the dogma and it wasn't just about doing the stuff. It was, you know, engaging with the poor, engaging, and not just the poor, but engaging with all people on equal, um, like on, a, on an equal level. And that, that place was, was is was important and is is important to me still is because it was people uh, of faith engaging with people of faith or not of faith of any background in a kind loving just way. I felt most of the time. So was your interaction with the staff at the coffee shop? If you don't remember the house, it was a coffee shop in Kensington. 
that closed probably five years ago. So that oh, was man. formative for you, those relationships. That was the, would you say that's a catalyst or a catalyst? Uh, one of the catalysts. Mm. Um, but also it was an interesting place because it was a meeting of like evangel. It was, you know, supported by an evangelical church, but there was often an interaction with radical atheists or new age people and like a dialogue occurring. It wasn't, it wasn't just a one-sided thing. There was like one of my friends that's adamantly atheistic. We explored that endlessly from both sides of the, of the discussion. And I, I guess the, my real takeaway at the end of it is that treating people kindly is good for me, is good for the community, and and I'm seeing people practice what they preach. And uh, so there were specific things that were appealing to you that these other systems, let's say communism or Marxism, or you mentioned Buddhism, um, there were pieces that were okay in those, but it wasn't as answering the whole questions of why for you yeah and i still i still and we've talked about that before is that like uh i think like a lot about buddhism is good Taoism works for me and i don't know if systems need to be wisdom traditions or systems need to be exclusive or not but uh christ is grace i think is is special is something special that some other systems don't have so what, traditions don't have. Let's let's go down that road along this grace piece. There are features of then the Christian faith or or the what Jesus is is about that deeply appealed to you, that yeah. answered the core question of why. Yeah. And what are some of them? Grace, you said. So why grace? Well, because it's not something that's that's you can't earn it. There's no no matter what. I do. I don't have to be. I'm never going to be good enough. I'm never going to be perfect. And I, I don't know if there is something to be perfect to strive for if I'm created perfect anyways. But grace is there for that. Why was that deeply appealing to you? Well, because I, I do. Like, I think that the idea of karma is really appealing. But I'm just never going to be able to make up all my karma, I don't think. Mm. I, don't, I don't think <laughs> I can try and try and try and try. But there's always going to be circumstances that you know, as, and I might not understand it in, in the proper way, but that I'd be able to make up for all the karma. Like I'm too selfish and flawed and that's it. And then so the, the cycle is just be eternal. I don't like, I don't think I could get to nirvana. You know, I don't think if I, I could achieve, ever achieve enlightenment. And that doesn't mean you should give up necessarily. But there's like a, like a, mon it's not monetary, but there's like a, so transit transaction transactional yeah. sort of system, yeah. right? Yeah, and the tank may be empty by the time you reach the end. I think there are compelling things. That often, many of us have grown up, I think, in traditions where we uh, need to uh, hang on to our exclusivity, and and I believe that there are pieces that you like. I'll hang on to Jesus as as my core piece, mm -hmm. um, but I also realize that uh, there's, there are intersections with these different traditions and, and faiths and, and value in, in the mix of those. Yeah. Um, but there's something about that Christ story that compels me that the, that the others haven't, and you've kind of found that same realization in your journey. Yeah. I mean, I don't, think, I don't know that I'm that, always that sure, like if that's mm -hmm. always that sure of a thing, because I still read 
all kinds of books by all kinds of different people from different traditions and um but it's something that's the nearest to explore like i know more experts but I it's guess. not merely an expert thing though because you said this is this is also this experiential and also relational thing that you've connected yeah. with other people yeah. that answer your core question of why yeah i think it's it's a it's a good process to commit to of of i don't know if this is a term of like a lingering faith versus saying oh it's just my doubts which is also good and important i think but it's like this lingering faith of always interacting with those questions of doubt but and i don't know where that begins and where that ends because maybe it doesn't like the jesus jesus i feel like there's not um i don't have a lot of reservations about but yeah. there's all the baggage mm. with it that that's problematic mm. and i've told i've told you this before the old testament i i really mm. i don't know what to do with that mm. Mm. but i think that yeah like christ is christ is easy to to get behind the thing. So we talked about the grace piece. Let's talk about now you coming into some uh, a real semblance of faith. How does that impact you as a creator? Well, because I, I, I think that some of this stuff I have a hard time locking down, like this, the specifics is, because we've talked about too, is that the reason I think I kind of am at where I'm at is because I explored, I feel like I explored materialism to as far as it would go. And then I was, yeah. was left with like, I don't think this works pragmatically. Like I don't know how to live in in from that worldview, but also I don't I don't know that it with my experience what I do if that's reflective of that either. So um, unpack uh give us the 10 second of what is materialism or physicalism or yeah, like, yeah. so the world is only made up of of matter. That's it. There's no and the implications creative intelligence of behind it and so so what are the implications of the question of why nope no purpose this, the universe is accidental emergent from nothing there's a singularity that somehow occurs because there's 12 yeah. why doesn't that 12 work dimensions that are fluctuating yeah and then it doesn't work why well because i i create stuff all the time and i feel like there's i'm i have like a creative force and i yeah there's like a i it's hard to articulate but it comes from somewhere and i like people would be say it's brain generated or um mm, consciousness mm -hmm. is is a epiphenomenon but even then sometimes like i don't feel like i when i'm working a lot of the time the stuff that's just uh like education helps like you you can learn the formal aspects of creation of like making designing a page or whatever but the it, ha it feels like I discover the drawing. I don't feel like, I don't always feel like I'm making the drawing. I feel like I'm looking for the right thing. And the closer to I am to whatever that that is, the easier it is. The days that's the like space between me and whatever's, this is really abstract. I'm no, really sorry, guys. Whatever's out there where it comes from, <laughs> like the, the creator, creation. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I hate labeling this stuff. And that's why like this, this, even like the word faith, I'm not yeah. super comfortable with, but yeah. there's like, I feel like there's a field, a creative field out there that on the days that I feel really good about it, like I can connect with it closely and it just it, like it emerges, but I don't ever feel like I'm generating that this stuff. I feel like uh. I'm, I'm always looking for the right shape. Like I'm looking for the right figure on the page and it comes out of, 
like I don't know where it comes from because some days I get I most days I get up and I see the blank page in front of me and I'm like I don't know I don't have this is gonna go badly <laughs> like every day like when you say most days like even now I, just, I, I keep thinking page. after 15 years I'm gonna sit down and be like oh this is no problem I'm gonna do this but it's sometimes it's like the harder I try to to put the harder I try to control it the less is there and the less mm-hmm. the more I sort of like just lean into what sort of like comes is it to me it's magic i mean i don't I, know if this speaks to it but something they taught us because i met him in art school and something they taught us in art school is nothing is original and yeah. i feel like that's not true i just mm. feel like that can't be possible with mm. you because of the way that you create i don't know that's a really good compliment. that's a good word that's though a good that's a that, that's a good word i feel like she we, must love you too that's a big fan <laughs> there hey <laughs> well, but you said you have to feel it. It's not something that necessarily comes from, like, all the inspiration you've had. It, it's something you have to feel. Yeah. So like that's I different feel, than... I feel like I'm learning to get out of the way. Get out of the... So, but uh, do you put... Like, in school, I felt like I was in the way because I was trying to trying to do a thing. And now I try and... Yeah. Try it. Like, I try and let it happen. The, the work happen. What are you getting out of the way of? I don't know. I've heard, I've been I've heard it said that uh, artists believe in magic or the things unseen. Well, this this might make you maybe this will make you uncomfortable because yeah, in some yeah. ways it's like it's kind of like a, an occult thing. Like you're, it's like a magical practice in some ways. I, well, why does it have to be occult? Like I well, find it doesn't it have because well, sort of hidden. Like right? it is like the, the things that are unseen. Stuff. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But why so occulty? Like, is there if there is not a source of goodness why can't you tap into that goodness and well, uh, maybe i'm using be, occult in the pejorative but maybe it's like a like it's a manifesting of things it's i mean to me it's like it's magic because you're there's nothing and then there's something it's yeah like no it's a, i think there's a magical act to me there's a create like the creative act is magical and so if it's i guess it depends how you can you define magic yeah but sure yeah yeah i don't know what that is to say i have a i have like some graphite and a piece of paper and then later on a computer. And then there's um, these characters that are doing things on a page in a universe that's not there, that now is there, that other people come inhabit. Yeah. That, I don't know, that's magic, right? That's taking something that has been floating out in thin air and making it real. Yeah. So then the, the, the real question, and this is what I'm more comfortable with than labeling thing always, yeah. is like that thing yeah. is what I want to know what the why of that thing is and how do uh-huh. I know that, that thing. Uh-huh. And what, that's like that's when I start to feel depressed and nihilistic, that's sort of where I go is that that gives me hope. So how do you deal with that tension then? the tension of you want to leave things um, unanswered, don't want to put it to a label to it, but at the same time you have encountered this, this source or these suitable answers to your lingering questions of why. I don't know. That's, that's a real tension. Yeah. And then the, the, How do you deal with the, it? well, and then the, the, the people that I've had in my life that help, uh, that have helped explain that and and it's you know because like i've come like because i know you and like our friends there like derek and rob before before that my sort of view of you know the church or church culture 
was all like the negative stuff that you see on TV. It's all that. And maybe I, I left that piece out about the house is that that was the first time in my life. And I was hecka suspicious too. Like I was always suspicious yeah, when I was going too. there. I was like, yeah. what's going on here? Why yeah. Why is everyone no, so sure. nice? Why is it so clean in here? I thought here? it was a front. And I just kept like waiting. That, I'm yeah. like, when is somebody going to just like, you know, tell me I'm going, tell me I'm going to hell. Yeah. And, yeah. but then, but all the people I've met that, that, uh, have strong sort of like spiritual practices and beliefs, um, are buck that, that stereotype. Mm -hmm. There was something else. Yeah. Yeah. We should edit this back into the B. We have to edit this back into that other piece. The, the start piece. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The house piece. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. I like this magic piece a lot. Yeah. No, the, I mean, the, the whole piece of being creator is pulling that stuff out of thin air. Yeah, we can call it like magic, sure. Like I, I source that in, in in the spirit of God. I can be in tune with that and I cannot be. Um, and and part of fighting, who, who is it? Stephen Pressfield? Part of fighting the dragon is just showing up on the field and starting yeah. to produce. Well, yeah, and that's that's a lot of, I mean, that's, that's the other side of it is that you just sometimes you just have to show, be at your desk until the thing happens and, and produce and commit to yeah. the yeah uh and and you through the whole thing will face the tension of the dragon or resistance or whatever you want to call it that's yeah. preventing which ha has huge life applications too it's not just mere art but it, it can be the trials that you're facing as a person or it can be the uh the realities of you pressing through growth yeah as a person too of fighting resistance right Mm -hmm. um, tell us as we trail off here to the end um, about the tension of dealing with some of the, the questions of this is not a suitable answer to why um, things like uh, problems with the bad stuff, problems with evil um, in, in the system of belief. Can I use that? Because you, you said I don't like the faith label. Is belief going to work? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Ra the tension. Ra uh, wisdom tradition. That's his thing. The, in terms of what? What does he use that for? Wisdom traditions instead of like. Instead of beliefs. No, like instead of Christian or. Oh, oh, oh. Let's let's end with um, because this has been a question that you and I have been dialoguing with, and of course never going to answer. But it's applicable, I think, for all of us at some point asking questions on. Um, the hard like the hardest questions, man. Uh, and and the problem of evil, of good and evil. Like, why would a just God let allow evil in this world, allow evil to happen to me, allow evil to happen all around us? And you've been processing a, a lot of the. That's a big problem. That's yeah. a very big problem. Uh -huh. And that's that. And again, that's where some other traditions too. It makes a lot more sense. Like karma, that works much better. Yeah, how so? Right. Well, because it's just. You accumulate bad karma for bad decisions. So if somebody does something evil, uh -huh. they have to deal with it in their their next incarnation, right? Like mm. that's again, and I'm not an expert on Buddhism, yeah. so. But that 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 works good. There's there's a reason for it. There's a reason why it's there, right? Whereas if you, if uh, like the thing that I've been wrestling with and how how it works is how does a good creator does so either if creates a devil or allows real evil because 
if God's all powerful, then you either created the evil thing to torment people and corrupt them, or you created, you let evil exist. And What's, those are stumbling, those are problems, right? Those absolutely. Those are big problems. What, That's why the Old Testament thing is, is the issue for me. The Old Testament, God, I don't know how to process. Whereas Jesus, I'm like, I, I, it makes, he works for me. I understand kindness, accepting others, accepting people that are different than you, healing people, feeding people. It was part two of a two-part interview with Riley Rosmo at the Cypher Church House Conversations from 2019. I really valued his take on the magic, how creators are drawing in from a source, some type of source they're tapping into, and how as image bearers of a creative God, we have a source to pull from. So that was an interesting piece from our conversation on faith. I really appreciate his honesty as well. Exploring faith is something that we all should do. We should question. We should throw out as many questions as we have with respect to the things that we thought we believed, the things that people are throwing at us to believe, and the things we once believed and hopefully will continue to believe or perhaps shift just slightly as we move forward and grow deeper in our faith you're someone who is exploring what it means to deconstruct faith or someone who is just really brand new in the Christian faith, know that there are other people who are along the same journey as you and they're asking questions and there may not be all the answers, but what you do have, hopefully, is a community of people who will be with you along the journey as you figure out how to answer some of the human longings that you have we, we all share in the same longings. That's my belief, at least. There are longings to be loved, ultimately. Longings for justice, longings for spiritual connection, longings for beauty, to live out our artistic side, our creative side. Those are all human longings, and I think that the best answer is found in the Christian faith, maybe not with all the rules and the doctrines and the dogmas, but in Jesus we have a source where we can springboard from. So I encourage you to keep on searching and dig deeper. Don't give up on that process and find a couple of friends along the way to join with you on that journey. Thanks for tuning in to this edition. We've shared a number of different podcasts here on the Faith in a Fresh Vibe podcast series. Up next will be a conversation with my friend Tony Snow, He's going to share with us an Indigenous perspective of the Christian faith, one that's in particular unique to this region in Calgary or on Treaty 7 lands, but one that I think has pieces throughout this place we call the northern part of Turtle Island. Thanks for tuning in, and I trust that you pulled out some ideas here to sit on for a little while. Oh.